This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. It's free throws, cuz the all free daily stripe, February 16th, 2023. Also, shout out to the Mightier 1090 ESPN. We'll be using this for that as well. Nick, Kelsey Brothers Bowl is done. It's over. The only shot we have left is the Bosa Bowl. For now. For now. Do right. you, we were talking about it off air. Do you think. It'd be more interesting to see LeBron and Bronny play together in the finals or play against each other in the Ooh. finals. Probably play against each other. I think it's always great to see members of the family on different teams. Mm-hmm. Although it is cool to see guys win things together, like yeah. the Cordy brothers for your Pats. They won the Super Bowl together, which is really cool. But there's a lot of different duos just in history family duos that I wish we could have gotten a chance to see like in the big dance like Eli and Peyton in the Super Bowl would have been electric that would be the that would probably the ultimate probably have been the ultimate one the Harbaugh's coaching against each other was cool but like those guys aren't playing no it was a cool moment though yeah and even and then the Kelsey brothers they're on the same side of the ball so they're actually not even in the game at the same time correct I mean the Watts would have been on opposite sides Derek and TJ, though. I mean, Derek and JJ could have been right, right, right. against one another. The Bosa's op- the Bosa, same, sides. same side of the ball. Even the, the Mannings. But I think that the quarterback position, it's more of like a duel. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, where the, the quarterbacks sit on the pedestal in sports, it's right. always like – it was oh, – ironically, it was Brady versus Eli, when realistically it was like defenses versus defenses. Right. Like neither guys were putting up a boatload of points in those we, Super Bowls. We might be able to see the Curry brothers. That would be, I, that would be awesome. I would love – I mean, I would love to see Steph Curry go have one more opportunity to get one anyway. Oh, he will. I, th- I, th- I think. I don't know. I mean, how many years left do you have in his career? Probably four or five. I think more. More? I think he's playing until at least 40. I mean, we'll see, man. His body's taking a beating this year. I mean, their team is really good. Quite frankly, they could probably, if they went to the West and won the West Conference Finals and went to the you know, champion, NBA Championship again this year, I wouldn't be, yeah. su- I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh and, you know, kind of pitter-pattering between sports. The NBA, Jokic is once again, not once again, but he's averaging a triple-double, and he's once again primed to win the MVP, which would allow him to 3 P for the first time in 40 years. So Bird, we thought, I think Toss and I had thought Jordan did it, but he didn't. And it's Bird, Russell, and Wilt. Wow. And it would be... It's good company. It's really good company. However, all those guys have rings, and Jokic doesn't. Yeah, so that was kind of had me 
Christian Pondering, shout out to him. We saw him at Radio Row. Actually, he was awesome. He's a really good dude. And his buddy Isaiah uh, sat down and talked with us at Radio Row. So double shout out um, to a really good interview. It has me pondering where he would rank. Let's say he wins the, th the three-peat, averages a triple-double, and goes to the wins the NBA Finals, or even goes to the NBA Finals. He's got to win. If he wins... Does that put him into the top 15 of all time? I mean, three MVPs. Three MVPs. Yeah. So that's how cream. Many how many guys have just had three MVPs in general? In general? Uh, I was looking at it earlier. Kareem has six. Okay. Jordan. Obviously and Bird. Obviously Rob, uh, Oscar. Ye Russell. Did you say Oscar? No, 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 no. Okay. Russell, Wilt, Kareem, Jordan, LeBron, James. Magic Johnson, mm -hmm. Moses Malone. So we're at six? Like six or seven. I mean, it, he has more than Steph. He has more than Giannis. He'll have more than Kevin Durant. I mean, more than Harden. Like, I'm talking about just the modern guys. You know, yeah. ultimately, it becomes a very, it becomes very interesting of where you put this guy. He's just not, because he's not talked about as the best player in the league. You know what I'm saying? When people like reference it, when realistically, it probably is. Well, I mean, I think there's a couple factors. Yeah. I think one being Denver isn't known to be like the sexy big market basketball team. Sure. Right? I mean, you look at the Lakers, it's where LeBron plays, you know, back in the day, Jordan at, in the Bulls, you know, even Miami, like New York, like those are the places where Boston. the Super Bowl play, or not Super Bowl, the superstars play. Yeah. Boston, even Golden State now, it's solidified themselves as kind of one of those markets. But sure. Denver's still kind of. Hasn't made it because they haven't won. Correct. There's been no championships. Yeah. So I think that's partially what it has to do with because basketball, more than any sport, in my opinion, winning is what matters most in terms of legacy. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that's you, what, you could be the best player of all time in baseball and never win anything. Mike Trout. And we're seeing and Otani. Exactly. And we're seeing it right now. I mean, quite frankly, if it weren't for the Mickey Mouse season, Kershaw. Like right. we, we would have thrown him into that mix yeah. as well. Football's um, still kind of, I mean, for quarterbacks, obviously winning means a lot. But, I mean, there's defensive players and there's offensive weapons who have never won a ring who, you know, are heralded as some of the greats. J.J. Watt, who we just mentioned before. Yeah. Marino, your guy Rivers, Matt Ryan seemingly won't win one now. Right. Unless it's a backup, you know. Right. So I mean, Watt's I, top five defender of all time. Right? I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, as far like, as who I've seen. Lawrence, okay, Lawrence Taylor. Reggie White, J.J. Watt, like he's three-time defensive player of the year. I, I'm trying. I'm literally thinking: is he the best defensive player I've ever seen? I would probably, if I had a Mount Rushmore of best defensive players I've ever seen: Donald, Watt, Revis Island. I mean, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, like some kind Woodson. of com Woodson, like some kind of combination of that. Just like oh, this is off the top yeah. of my head. Vince Wolfric, uh, but like the, the, you know, really like those guys, he's in that upper echelon of, you know, defenders Yeah, and he's not just a sack artist either past deflections, pressures, like his athleticism. He caught touchdowns. I was literally just thinking that like the guy's an Uber athlete, and just a leader too in the locker room. I think everyone who's ever played with him and anyone's ever been a fan of his, the team that he's played on knows that he gives so much to the community. And obviously he's such a big presence in the locker room as well. I mean, when Houston was struck with tragedy, he came through massively. Oh, yeah. Massively. And then you have a situation where he retires this year, but he retires kind of on top of his game. Double-digit sacks. 
So it's yeah. not like he's retiring and he's limping through, you know, limping to the finish line. He could have easily come back. He could have said, "Hey, look, I'll go to Green Bay if Rodgers is staying. Go back to Wisconsin mm-hmm. and try to win a ring there. I'll go to like, you know, I could I could go to the Eagles." Right. Yeah, I mean, I think for him, the only thing left to to prove and thing to you know check off your list is winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's it's the hardest thing to do. Yeah, because absolutely. It's not on you individually as a player. You know, it's a whole it's a whole team effort. Yeah, and doubling back to what I think you know the point or the point you are making is in basketball, your footprint is so much larger. Yeah, on the game. Mm-hmm. So the Bulls are winning the the Lakers, Cavs, and Heat, which. To LeBron's credit, he's taken three teams as the best player to the NBA Finals right. one. You know, that's pretty remarkable. Steph doing it before KD, after KD. KD coming in and solidifying the Warriors mm-hmm. is pretty much unbeatable. Where they won two rings and, quite frankly, would have won a third had he not gotten hurt right. in the Toronto series. Uh, Jokic does have to get, because Giannis has that. Right. Giannis has that win over the Suns. I mean, they're the same age. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of time left. They're both under 30 years old. Plenty of time to get it done. But my question for Jokic is, do you try to get it done in Denver or do you look elsewhere uh, to get it done? Well, the thing I would say is this year, if everyone's healthy, let's say everyone's at full health going into the playoffs, you have the Clippers who are sneakily playing good basketball. And uh, is that even sneaky though? I think everyone knew that. I just don't think. I think everyone knew they'd be good. They're I just, just don't think under the radar. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's talking about them. I think everyone's talking about the Celtics, as they should. The Bucks, the Sixers, the Cavs are getting a little love, but maybe not being taken as seriously as they even should be. Mm-hmm. And then and the Nuggets, and right. now the Suns. So you have, let's say Phoenix is fully healthy. Yes, you gave up Mikael Bridges. Yes, you gave up Cam Johnson. But you go and you sign Terrence Ross off the buyout. Maybe they go get Kevin Love, which would be very interesting because he's going to be bought out by Cleveland, which is actually kind of sad because I think they're a good team. Uh, and I would have loved to see him retire there. I hope mm-hmm. he gets his jersey retired there. Uh, so we have Katie, Aiton, Paul, Booker. Let's say they're all healthy. That's realistically on paper the best team in the West with a coach and team who have gotten there before. Right. Nuggets haven't gotten there before. You have your Clippers who... I know this may not be ideal for you, but they could be the first team of your, you know, big three teams in sports that you see win the title. Yeah. True. Which better than nothing. True. Uh, hopefully the Padres, your Padres who are, we'll talk maybe not this show, but in a future show about future bets for baseball, because I was pondering, you know, again, like who I want to put my money on. And I think I settled on it with the Blue Jays, but the Padres are definitely up there. Uh, the Clippers, the Mavs, with Kyrie and Luca, I have a lot of faith in them offensively, but defensively, um, or just not even defensively, just, hey, can Christian Wood be that really third guy and get them there? It's a very, it's a tougher road than people are in the Grizzlies. Like, it's a tougher oh, it's a tough road. Yeah, I mean, but it's a tough road either side of the conf- either conference. Well, we've also learned that this day and age of basketball, you can't get it done yourself. You no. need a cast, right? Yes. You need people that are in the same echelon as you as a player to also put you on the map and win. So Jokic needs to team up with someone who is right there with him in the top 10, top 15 of players. Or he needs guys to continue to step up. Their cast is good. Brown, like I'm talking about like obviously you have Murray, you have MPJ who's been disappointing. He's not worth $200 million. You have Aaron Gordon who's jumped up and like supplanted, I guess, MPJ as your third player, but you don't want that to be your third player necessarily. KCP, Brown, you add Thomas Bryant. 
you move Bones Highland to the Clippers. I I don't I think it'd be interesting to see him moved. He's to me, as it seems, not as expressive. He's a foreigner. He's a foreign guy. Right. So with the foreigners, typically, they're less inclined to move around. They're less designed to move around. They're more accepting of like Milwaukee's a cool boy. Milwaukee for for us, like for us, like Americans, like Milwaukee. Do you want to go to Milwaukee next weekend? No, really, (laughs) not really, right? Like, like I mean, I'm sure, but I'm sure Giannis, who's coming over, not from across the pond. It's like I don't even think it has anything to do with the the city. First place is called home in the United States. Well, I don't think it has to do with the city. I think it's more of just like a loyalty thing. I mean, what you're saying right now, the first home United States, right? Like these guys come from another country and like, this is what they know of the United States. And of course they travel all around the country for games and for appearances and everything like that and workouts. But when it comes to loyalty, I think they probably, you know, they grew up playing for like their same national team, their entire careers, you know, they weren't bouncing around, like they get drafted. Then, you know, they, the team that drafts them, they call that their home. So like you look at all the guys who are international just in their careers, right? Mono Ginobili. Spurs for life, Tony Parker, Spurs pretty for much life. for 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 yeah, except for pretty Kimmel. much yeah. yeah. Besides, like the last you know year when he went to Charlotte, right? Dirk, Dirk, Mavs for life, you know yeah. Yao Ming, <laughs> like <laughs> Rockets for life. Yeah, I mean, no, I think it's definitely. Would it be if the Nuggets can't get it done this year when he's again won three MVPs in a row? And they can't look at their roster and go, okay, we have to make a major move because if we can't win with a back-to-back-to-back MVP, mm-hmm. we as a front office need to do an ultimate reassessment and see what okay. else is out there and go get him some help. If they can't do that this upcoming offseason and into next season and we're sitting here and this guy, it's not like he's going to get any worse. Yeah, he's got. For go. all we know, like he could four-peat if he three-peats. He's got to go if they can't get it done this next offseason. Oh, I completely agree. I think that's... Go team up with Luca. I mean, that would be unbelievable. That would be some of the best basketball movement in the history of putting a ball in a hoop. Like, those two together with just a couple of sharpshooters, just a couple of guys that can sling the rock. You, need, you, know? you don't need anything else. I mean, those guys themselves. I mean, the, the crazy thing about Jokic is, is he's about to enter into minus money. To like bet on to bet on him averaging a triple double at betonline.ag. Right. Pretty pretty crazy. It's you could still get it at plus money, which in my opinion it's kind of a highway robbery. Yeah, I would almost take it every night that he's playing. He's averaging the triple double, so your odds, quite frankly, are, are better to get him to do that. It, it's very it's a peculiar situation as we head into the All Star break. Whether the Nuggets are a, a true true one seed. Not like we, the, you know, the Raptors that we saw in the past. DeRozan, you know, who's a great guy and great player and all-star. And Lowry, who were the one seed Toronto Raptors. But, like, they weren't, like, the right. best team in the East. Like, is the, are, I need to see this Suns team. I need to see KD get on the court. Haven't seen it yet. No, like, that's also another thing where it's like, oh, my God, the Suns are amazing. Yeah, they are awesome. But, like, Kevin Durant is, like, not played. Yeah. So, at that point... You're only on paper. It can only get you so far. Uh, on the basketball train, the air. This movie Air is coming out. What's that? It, do you not see the trailer at Super Bowl? No, it's, I really didn't get to see commercials too much. It was kind of a rowdy bunch that we were with. Yeah, yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, in a good it was, way. It, it was a. It's interesting to go to a Super Bowl party. 
because especially for people like ourselves who watch think about all the football we've watched this year pretty much the not much every game like but like every game right keep track red zone games right. on and like there's plenty of people that literally have not watched a single game single down season. which is fine like i'm all for everyone getting together but our level of focus, we have money on the line, you know, like that whole juxtaposition to people who are playing. We were at a Super Bowl party where under the TV, people were playing Settlers of Catan. Yeah, Settlers of Catan. And then I think other people were playing cards on the other side or something. Or no, they were playing heads up with their with the game. The Which I don't, I don't hate. Like, hey, look. No, it's funny. It's, it's funny. It's those people's personalities to, to do that. But, you know, it's just funny that there was less focus on the game than anything else. Right, the halftime show had a ton of focus. Everyone was locked in for that, and then you know, even some commercials people were locked in. But honestly, this year was a great year to not care about the commercials because I heard it was pretty weak. Besides mm-hmm. the Tubi one, that's the one that I you liked that one. To be we, honest, I loved it because <laughs> um, we were we were all th- we were all thrown for a loop. Yeah, I, I was like, am I, am I sitting on the remote? I was like, yeah. how did the remote even get to me? Yeah, but no, you're right. I mean, there's plenty of people there that haven't watched it down all season long, and. For us, like as people who cover sports, like there's guys that are playing on those fields that like we've talked to personally, you know, that we've interacted with. And like there's like people that, you know, obviously there's a lot of money involved. And then our reputations as well, just as like making picks and stuff like we want to be right. So, oh, yeah, which I was not. But hey, yeah, that happens. we were wrong. It happens. I've been time. wrong before. Yeah. Uh, but one of the commercials that we did miss, and there's a trailer out is air. And it's basically the story of getting Michael Jordan oh, to sign oh, oh, with oh. Nike. Okay, yes, I caught I caught a little bit of that. It's Matt Damon, right? Matt Damon, right? I ben, didn't know ben, it was Benjamin Air. Affleck didn't know it's called Air. I think it's called Air, Air Jordan, something like that. Like, but I think it's called like Air. And I, th- to me, it's a very cool angle on the story. Yeah. All the top of your head, are there any like biopics, any story angles in sports that you're? curious about that you would want to see made into a movie we've already talked about this i know antonio brown outside of antonio brown though i mean that's probably the one of the most entertaining that you'll ever see um i think anything that has to deal with controversy obviously because you always want to know like what the hell happened there right mm-hmm. um i tanya made for a great one i know yeah. like i'm that's one 100%. of my favorites i mean obviously i think it's too early on just because it's so fresh but a tom brady biopic would be pretty cool down the road maybe in like 20 30 years you know, or do you not need that? Do you? How much? You know the story already. Yeah, but I mean, like, what if he like wants to like actually dive deep into like how his, like, what was going on, like with his marriage and like what was going on in general <laughs> with just like his relationship with Bill Belichick and the commissioner and I don't know. I There's would a need lot of stuff in there. I would need it. Okay, I would need it in a more centralized view. Okay, I would like you're saying I would want just a glimpse of the last season. Especially if it gets Giselle back, which is honestly, you know, smoke, there's fire. I hope he does. You root for your family getting back together. For sure. So what went down from the breakup, the return, the return, the breakup, yep. that, that, that's what we want to see. Sure. sure. The Belichick relationship, how that started versus how it fizzled with some flashbacks. Or the thing with him and Bledsoe, like how he got the job. Yeah, true. I would need it like in one of those, va- a whole overarching like, Cause you're not unless it, unless. What about a mini series? A mini series be cool. I think there's plenty of guys that also this this could happen for. There's could be some angles that are like dramatized a little bit, you know, and maybe even just like, kind of slapstick humor, like sure. Aaron Rodgers. Like you could definitely do like 
a movie about him taking the ayahuasca trip and everything and then just like his Jeopardy stint and like all of the relationships he's had and State Farm. Like there's a bunch of funny things there. I think Gronk is another fun one. You could just following Gronk around. Yeah. That one of those type of movies. I mean, there's there's plenty of players that have big personalities and stories that you love to take a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. I there's a couple of like sports crimes too, like Yeah. People love crime. Yeah. But I mean like there's no happy endings with some of those. I know. You're you're into the happy ending. You want a happy ending story. I think we all want a happy ending. Yeah. That's fair. I thought the King Richard was like a... Like, I don't need to see an Aaron Hernandez, like... No, no. You, you mean know, the doc, like, Oscar Pistorius, like... Yeah, please. No, thank you for that. Like, I agree with you. Patrick Willis is interesting. He has a really, like, unique story. Yep. I, I would love... Yeah, something like I, Tanya, the way they told it was great. King Richard, really cool, too. Something in that vein of... The, uh, the story we all want to see, but an interesting angle on it. We don't have to have that answer yeah. right now. Well, which we probably don't even know because honestly, like, did you know about like Serena and Venus's dad and how like... I knew of, but not enough about it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, same thing with Itanya. Like, you know, obviously you know about the incident and everything, but do you know how involved her mom was? No, you know, it's so all like, I mean, Allison Daniels. stuff you don't really know until like it actually comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the Daily Stripe. Snacks Crater, Josh Fisher. We'll see you guys next time. Hit your free throws because they're free. We will be right back with the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.